You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And now, everybody grant napier on if you don't like that hope you're having a good day i want to tell you that today's podcast is brought to you by new works plumbing of sacramento locally owned for over 20 years new works has a fix for you and remember if you happen to have an emergency in the middle of the night no problem new works will be there with their 24 7 service for your plumbing needs and repairs just go to newworksplumbing.com that's n-e-w WRXplumbing.com. That's newworksplumbing.com. Again, N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. Cancer culture is alive and well in the United States. The latest victim, Oklahoma wide receiver coach Kale Gundy, resigning. This story really is hard to believe. Let me read you Gundy's statement. Last week, during a film session, I instructed my players to take notes. I noticed the player was distracted and picked up his iPad and read aloud the words that were written on his screen. The words displayed had nothing to do with football. One particular word that I should never, under any circumstance, have uttered was displayed on that screen. In the moment, I did not even realize what I was reading, and as soon as I did, I was horrified. I want to be very clear. The words that I read aloud from that screen were not my words. What I said was not malicious. It wasn't even intentional. Still, I am mature enough to know that the word I said was shameful and hurtful, no matter my intentions. That's really unbelievable. You know what else is more unbelievable? The head coach of Oklahoma is Brent Venables. He came out with a statement that said, quote, it's with sadness that I accept Coach Gundy's resignation. He's dedicated more than half of his life to Oklahoma football and has served our program and university well. We also acknowledge that in stepping aside, he's placed the program and the welfare of our student athletes first in coaching And in life, we're all accountable for our actions and the resulting outcomes. The culture we're building 
and our program is based on mutual respect. Our staff is here to develop successful student-athletes, but also young men of character. As the leaders of this program, it's essential that we hold ourselves to the higher standards as we model for our players the type of men we want them to become. What a bunch of bullshit that is. Seriously. Is that the worst absolute absurd thing you've ever heard from a national, or excuse me, from a college football coach? It's with sadness that I accept Coach Gundy's resignation? Why did you accept it? You didn't have to accept it. You could have said no. You didn't do anything wrong. There's no issue here. Let's get back to work. But that's not what he did. Basically threw him under the bus. I mean, it's ridiculous. How about that? The culture we're building in our program is based on mutual respect. What about the player? What about his role in this? What about the word that was on his iPad? That's just okay in your football program. But again, our staff is here to develop successful student athletes, but also young men of character. Well, Coach Venables, do you feel that men of character and successful student athletes have a horrible word on their iPad that when the coach walks by and picks it up, it's right there? Or is that acceptable for the Oklahoma Sooner football program? And then this, it's essential that we hold ourselves to the highest standards as we model for our players the type of men we want them to become. Well, how is it that in this particular instance, Coach Gundy did not model the players. In other words, what did he do wrong? What did he do wrong? We model for our players the type of men we want them to become. What is it that Coach Gundy did that's not a model for the players? He was reading directly from the player's iPad. Now, you could say that the coach made a mistake in terms of embarrassing the player and that what was written on his iPad should not have been read aloud. I will go along with that. But it's Coach Gundy's fault that the word on there was, quote, shameful and hurtful and unacceptable? Really? Come on. Again, Coach Gundy said at the end of a statement, still, I am mature enough to know that the word I said was shameful and hurtful, no matter my intentions. That's fine. We know that it was shameful and hurtful. We can only assume it was the N-word that has not yet been reported. But no matter your intentions, no, you're wrong. Your intentions have everything to do with this. I'm sorry. That's inaccurate. Let me read it again. Still, I am mature enough to know that the words I said were shameful and hurtful no matter my intentions. You didn't have any intentions. All right? Your, your intentions were, were nil, none. I mean, think about this. A guy that has been with Oklahoma football since 1999 is now no longer there because of what transpired. And you want to know what's wrong with America? And then the coach, Venables, the head coach, with that just awful statement, that is disgraceful. You know what? Go work for your dad at Oklahoma State. That will make it better. Then you have a situation down here in South Florida where there are those that are trying to cancel Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross and get him out of the league. There was an excellent article 
written in Anscape by Dwayne Bray. It was outstanding, an outstanding story. The headline was Dolphins owner Stephen Ross was praised for hiring black coaches. Then he got sued for discrimination. Here is an excerpt from the column. In hiring the 37-year-old Flores, Ross and the Dolphins had black men in five of the team's top football jobs. Head coach, assistant head coach, defensive coordinator, general manager, and assistant general manager. The Dolphins also had three black senior vice presidents on the business side. Quote, it was historic, said veteran journalist Dave Hyde of the South Florida Sun Sentinel. He went on and wrote, the front office and coaching staff he hired and put together was more diverse than any team in the history of American sports. It was unmatched by anything the NFL had ever seen. Ray wrote that Ross and the Dolphins were honored by some of sports' most prestigious diversity groups, including the Fritz Pollard Alliance, which presented the Dolphins with the Paul J. Tagliabue Award for Diversity at its Johnny L. Cochran Jr. Salute to Excellence Awards in 2020. Two years earlier, the Jackie Robinson Foundation had given Ross its Lifetime Achievement Award. He writes, today, those feel-good vibes are gone. He talked about how Ross was suspended for the first six weeks and fined $1.5 million by the National Football League for tampering. All right, that's right, tampering with Tom Brady and back then Coach Sean Payton. The dispute stemmed from the lawsuit that former coach Brian Flores filed against the Miami Dolphins and then subsequently teams the Denver Broncos, the New York Giants, and the National Football League. Among other things, the lawsuit that was filed claimed that Flores' dismissal was the result of racial discrimination. Flores also in the lawsuit alleged that the owner of the Dolphins, Ross, had tampered with a high-profile unnamed quarterback. We now know that was Tom Brady. And according to the lawsuit, Ross had fired Flores in part because, if you remember, Flores refused a six-figure bonus if he lost games on purpose. That season, it was back in 2019 because, you know, the word was the Miami Dolphins wanted to improve their draft position and have a chance at the top overall pick. And, you know, Ross was adamant, saying those charges are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, He went on record time and time again that said that was absolute garbage. All right, absolute garbage. So, again, now you have an owner in Stephen Ross, who's 82 years old, who has been a leader of diversity has been honored as a pioneer in that field, has spent most of his adult life in working on diversity and racial equality, and now this. So Ray goes back and talks about where this all started back in 2013, four years after Ross had taken controlling interest of the Dolphins. You probably remember the story. It was that fall that Jonathan Martin a black offensive lineman left the team after being bullied by Richie Incognito. There was an NFL investigation, and in that investigation, they found racial slurs via text message, voice messages that Incognito had sent to Martin. Neither Martin 
Nori Incognito, they never played for the Dolphins again. They called that Bullygate, you remember? And Ross, obviously, was not happy. He fired the offensive line coach. He also filed the head trainer. And again, Bullygate was a big story back then, if you remember. Where was Ross when that all happened? He was in Detroit. And he told the Detroit News, according to the story in Anscape by Bray, that racism was at the root of both the problem on his team and disinvestment in America's inner cities. So what did he want to do about it? He wanted to help. He wanted to do something about it. And according to Bray, he started talking to people steeped in issues of inequality and race. And Ross was quoted as saying, I want to do something ambitious that uses sport to address racism in the United States. This was over a phone call. And a professor at the University of Pennsylvania on the other end of the line said, what about the world? The answer, well, Ross said, let's start with the United States. So the two began building out what became the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality or RISE. That's right. So Ross founded with that professor at the University of Pennsylvania, RISE. Bray writes that RISE's goal was to improve race relations and champion social justice throughout the power of sports. It sought to educate and empower children and adults from middle school through the major professional ranks, including athletes, coaches, and team staffs. It held seminars across the country and trained sports figures in diversity education so they could spread the gospel of tolerance. All right? Think about that for a moment and what Ross did. Put his money where his mouth was. Troy Vincent, the NFL's executive vice president of football operations, said this of Bullygate, quote, when Stephen was faced with a very shocking revelation of race issues within his own organization during that time, he took immediate and intentional actions to rectify the matter both internally and externally. There was a whole reckoning internally about people, about the removal of staff, coaches, how they did business. And then there was the external. That's how we got to rise. That has had tremendous impact towards educating about advancing diversity. And not only football, but all sports. So how did we get here where Ross is right now? It has to do with politics. All right, let's go from 2016 to 2019 when Bray writes in this Anscaped article that most of the criticism directed at Ross stemmed from the national anthem. Ross had always said, according to Bray in this story, that he supported the players' right to kneel, especially in 2017 after President Trump said, quote, wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, Get that son of a bee off the field right now. Out. He's fired. But then the protest started, and according to Bray in this story, Ross was less supportive. He wrote in the story in March 2018, he said that all players would be standing for the anthem in the fall. Almost immediately, he walked that statement back while arguing that the message from the protest was being seen as unpatriotic and anti-military. There was a player, Kenny Stills, he took a knee for three seasons from 2016 through 2018. Quote, behind closed doors, he was trying to get us to stop the protest. And in public, he was saying that he supports us, Stills told Bray in the story. 
back in the spring. Quote, they used these different tactics to try to get us to stop the protest, starting with people in the front office and then the head coach, the position coaches, and then players. They had this whole scheme they were running to try to get us to stop with the protest. When the NFL asked teams to come up with a plan for protest before the 2019 season, the Dolphins drafted a policy, and in that policy, they proposed a four-game suspension for violators. Obviously, that didn't go over well with activists and some members of the team, and it was not good for Ross. This is a quote from Harry Edwards, the civil rights activist and well-known professor at the University of California, Berkeley. Edwards said this, you can't accept the Jackie Robinson Award and then come out and say some of the things that have been said about some of the athletes protesting for social justice. And now this is where the politics come in. In 2016, it was reported that Ross gave just under $250,000 to Democrats and just under $2 million to Republicans. Then in 2019, Ross had a fundraiser in upstate New York for Trump. And then critics said that his support for Trump raised questions about his commitment to diversity and reducing carbon emissions. And Ross has been forthcoming. In interviews since then, according to Bray, the Dolphins owner said that he has been contrite and said the backlash against his businesses caught him off guard. But again, here we get back to politics. In March, Ross gave $100,000 to friends of Ron DeSantis, the controversial Florida governor. Now, to be fair, aides say that Ross has donated money to several Democrats, including those such as Chuck Schumer. That doesn't sit well, though, with Stills, who was quoted as saying in the article, you can't have your cake and eat it too. All right? Now, he was traded to the Houston Texans, Stills was, soon after he publicly criticized the Dolphins' owner. Quote, you're not able to be friends and buddy up with Trump and people that are totally stoking the fire when it comes to racism and injustice in this country and then trying to have a nonprofit organization to end racism in sports. That's why we had our falling out. Edwards chimed in and said, quote, you're hosting stuff for Trump, you're giving money to DeSantis, and you donate to all of these essentially white supremacists. Come on, man, give me a break. That's where I think the train leaves the track at. Now, I will say this. This is a fabulous article, and it's very lengthy, and it goes on and on and on. All right, it's a long read, but it's a great read, and I find it to be educational, okay? But here, we're in 2022. I just talked about the situation at Oklahoma and Cal Gundy. We talk about cancer culture, and here's a man in South Florida that has worked tirelessly to make the lives of minorities better has backed up what he feels with money to start rise. He has put his money where his mouth is and his actions have in many cases spoke louder than words with the practice of minority hiring with his, within his own organization. But now, because of the Brian Flores lawsuit, but more importantly now, shouldn't say more importantly, but on top of that, because of his backing 
of Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. The war paint is out in South Florida, and there are many who want Ross no longer part of the Miami Dolphins and the National Football League. Again, look at the body of work of an individual. Look at the body of work of Stephen Ross. Look at all of the things that he has done for equality, for racial injustice, for the hiring of minorities, his foundation, and we can go on and on, but really what this boils down to are three things. Brian Flores, who accusations appear to be completely unfounded when it comes to discrimination, and the fact that he has given money to both the Trump and DeSantis campaigns. That's where we're at in 2022. Politics, politics, politics. Now, I don't know about politics with Cale Gundy and the Oklahoma Sooner football program, but here's what I do know. What right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And what happened at Oklahoma is flat out wrong. It's another black eye for the United States and cancel culture. And I believe that many of the attacks that are going on here in South Florida as it relates to Stephen Ross is because he gave money to the Trump campaign. DeSantis is the reigning governor of Florida, and he has a lot of fans here in the Sunshine State. Trust me, I live here. All right. A lot of the people that live in this state love DeSantis, but Trump is the bigger story for whatever reason. And I say that because I'm a big believer in our political system and your freedom to vote for who you choose. Okay. I've been on record as saying this. If you are a Democrat or you're a Republican or you like Biden or you like Trump, that is your right as a citizen of the United States. And I don't understand ending friendships. I don't understand kicking family members out because they voted for somebody that you did not. You voted for Biden. They voted for Trump. You voted for Trump. They voted for Biden. And because of that, you're not friends anymore and you can't have a constructive conversation. And here's something else that I will say until my grave. Okay. Over 70 million Americans voted for Donald Trump in the last presidential election. So you honestly believe that there are over 70 million people in America that voted for Donald Trump and they're racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you really believe that? Seriously, you can't believe that, can you? I mean, please tell me you do not believe that. And I don't normally talk about politics, but when you hear what is going on with Stephen Ross in South Florida and the Miami Dolphins, and you look at his track record when it comes to equality, when it comes to making minorities' lives better, when he talks about inclusivity, when you talk about everything else with social justice. And yes, you could raise a flag as it pertains to the anthem and Colin Kaepernick, but you know what? There are a lot of people that felt the way Stephen Ross did. I mean, look at Drew Brees, the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, who got raked over the coals Because he said, I believe in standing for the national anthem with my hand over my heart and blah, blah, blah. And look at what happened to him, right? Again, cancel culture. Now, Drew Brees was not canceled, but he took a lot of flack. For him, it was a very tumultuous time. And that's America in this day and age. And how freaking sad is that? 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is now time for our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I will answer your question on my next podcast. Trevor wants to know, do you like the rule change the NFL has made for penalizing lowering the helmet. Trevor, I think a lot of the rules in the NFL have gone just way overboard. I understand player safety. I get all of that, but I think it's gotten ridiculous. Uh, I really do. I think the people that make these rules have never played football before. Joe wants to know, where do you rank Steve Nash among greatest point guards? I think he's one of the great point guards in history. So he's right up there in the uh, top five, in my opinion. That's where I would rank Steve Nash. Chase wants to know, have you seen McVay's comments about Stafford having bad elbow tendonitis? Chase, not to be crass, do you think I live in a cave? Do you think I live on Mars? Like, how do you think I could be in the sports field, in sports media, and not know what the hell's going on with the Super Bowl-winning quarterback of the Rams? Come on, Chase, stop it, would you please? Donovan wants to know, when were you certain Kobe was an all-time great? I don't remember the exact time, Donovan, but once that thought went into my brain, it never left, all right, because he it was an all-time great. I can't remember exactly when it was. I certainly thought that after the 2002 Western Conference Finals. I can promise you that. Jerry wants to know, did you get to see Mariano Rivera pitch live? Yes, Jerry. I also got a chance to watch Mickey Mantle play live. How's that for you? Mike wants to know, were you impressed by Jake DeGrom's return? Yeah, Mike. I mean, it was pretty darn unbelievable. That guy's the real freaking deal. Absolutely. Uh, Mark wants to know, are the Browns going to give Hunt an extension? Doesn't look like it, does it, Mark? It does not look like it. You know, Hunt has requested a trade. And the Browns uh, have declined. So wait and see. Obviously, Chubb is the number one back on that team. And that is our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com, and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Grant. Sham Sharnia of The Athletic has reported that Kevin Durant of the Nets has informed team owner Joe Sy that he does not have faith in the direction of the Nets and he has given an edict and the edict is this either trade me or get rid of Sean Marks the general manager and Steve Nash the head coach his meeting basically reiterated his trade request and said it's either me or them let me ask you a question seriously how do you root for Kevin Durant the guy is so spoiled. He's so sensitive. Yeah, he's a hell of a player. 
okay? He really is. But I've done several rants on this. What the hell has Kevin Durant really accomplished in his career? He left Oklahoma City to jump on the bandwagon of the Warriors, left the Warriors to go to Brooklyn and thought it would be great to get Kyrie Irving there and obviously James Harden, who was as unprofessional as any athlete in recent memory and his departure out of Houston. All right, he ends up in Brooklyn. We now know that, you know, the disgruntled star is in Philadelphia. But Durant wants this. He wants that. And Kevin Durant, how about shut up and honor your contract? That's right. Shut up and play basketball. Yeah, I know there are those that, gee, Grant, that's a racist statement. That's what Draymond Green said. Really? Well, when I said that to Luka Doncic, he didn't call me racist. So knock it off with that crap. Kevin Durant needs to shut up and play. Honor his contract. Stop with all these demands. I want to be traded here. I want to be traded there. I don't want this coach. I don't want the general manager. Shut the hell up and play and earn your damn money. I am so tired of Kevin Durant. Enough is enough already. Shut the hell up. And that's my rant for today. And that is my podcast for today. I hope you have a fabulous day. Make it a great week. And thank you so much for listening to If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.